welcome to issue 178 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a good look at the most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and the various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your Groots, and with me tonight is Groot, and also Groot. Hi, Groots. I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. Uh, Daniel, Groot. <laughs> uh, Groot, what is on your mind tonight? I guess I'm no longer speaking Grootese. No, we can't talk Groot the whole time. Uh, I guess it would be. People got to figure out what we're doing here, but uh, yeah, well, let's let's do that other th- thing we always do. What uh, what's on your mind tonight? Gratitude, Steve. Gratitude is on my mind. We have another Patreon thank you. And another job to dish out, I guess. Because, hmm. Steve, you've identified the need. Once we um sort of maybe accidentally trashed the lair a little bit when Mike was gone, um, and we built that greenhouse. Yeah. yeah. Well. Victory Garden. Yeah. Uh, the Victory Garden, yeah. Well, that's kind of a lot to manage. And the, the stuff that's growing there is a little wonky. So we needed a poisonous and toxic greenhouse keeper. Um, we're out of gloves. Oh. And N95 masks, but oh god, I didn't hear that. La la la. Yeah, well, I think we still have some safety goggles around the mic, so don't worry. Um, but I'm sure that our our new our new uh, greenhouse keeper won't be harmed during the harvesting of any uh, any plants that we might need. Um, but who is this? Who is this masked or actually not masked greenkeeper? Green thumbed patron. This yeah. is. Anthony Pereira, thank you so much, Anthony, for your support on Patreon. Yeah, thanks so much. We really appreciate it. Steve would never get to Italy without you. Wait, what? I'm going to Italy? Woo! I'm sorry. I mean, could never pay the hosting fees without you. Um, thanks, Anthony. That's more. That's more <laughs> along our uh, budget. So I still haven't got the septic pumped or anything, but you know, it's okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Most of the funding is, I think, going to restoring that one wall. Yeah. 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 Well, we we really do appreciate our patrons. We do. Thank you so yeah. much. And in fact, you guys know that this is a patron um uh, voted on issue we're going to do. What? There is such a thing? This is madness. Yeah, so some of our patrons sometimes we we have done one of these, a patron poll. We asked them what what subject matter would you like us to do for either a secret dossier or a taskmaster school for gifted villains and they all decided that we were going to do this. So this is the very first one of these. Thank you, folks. And um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk all about our f- most favorite tree folk, uh, Groot. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll do some backstory, and we'll talk about how to beat the snot out of him. Oh, good. <laughs> we'll see if his bark is worse than his bite. Oh, that was so nasty. Uh, Proud of you. But all. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't. Leave me alone with a bunch of puns just hanging out there. Oh, low hanging fruit for me. Oh, so. oh, oh. Oh, Mike, get to the story time. <laughs> I want to hear more. Yeah, that's it. You got to root out some more of my terrible puns. This is awesome. Oh. Yeah. Father of two, right? Three. Three. <laughs> Three. Uh, yeah, so we have <laughs> this is our origin story. This is uh, actually not the first plant-themed episode we've had in the last month, because you guys did that nice interview with uh, Xander, who brought along yes. the Black Tom card with his creeping willows. Aren't they cool? Pretty awesome. 
They're awesome. Yeah, really. I good. like that set a lot. I would love nothing more than to regale you all with fine tales about Black Tom, Cassie, and his friends. But alas, you fine listeners voted to instead have me talk about the Dirty Rapscallion. You'd rather I spoke of the sneaky undergrowth, the floral fraudster, coniferous con artist, our arboreal adversary, Vin Diesel. <laughs> A celebrated Dungeons and Dragons player, I might add. So what? <laughs> I like I like these uh, nicknames for our character here. It's great. Yeah. These are oh, good. Yeah. These more. are good. Yeah, I love how they didn't actually have to use CGI um, over top of Vin Diesel for the movies. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Spinning image. Anyways. Okay, let's hear about some Groot. Groot is best known as a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy, which I think everyone everyone knows by now. He actually first appears decades earlier in the comics. Uh, in 1960, in a Monster of the Month type story in Tales to Astonish number 13. Now don't concern yourself with that version. He's a very different character. He could talk, you could see it on the cover. And since then, the lore has kind of gone back and forth over whether or not that's even the same Groot. Said that I remember that one. I remember that. So. Yeah, and compared to the other Avengers or Guardians, rather, how uh, is that like one of the earliest or what? I can't remember how. That's old pretty was. early. I know, like Gamora was reasonably early too, but I don't think she was 1960s early. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there was like it, a whole Guardians of the Galaxy that are completely different people way back. Martin X and Charlie 23 and all those guys. We've got the, the whistle guy from the movies. Yondu? Yondu, yeah, him. I'm very popping, y'all! <laughs> the whistle guy. The whistle guy. <laughs> I don't keep track of the allies, you know that. Mike, former whistle guy. Oh, yeah. Too yeah. soon? Okay. Too soon. All right. Anyways. Anyway, so there's sometimes his species is called Groot, so it gets really confusing when you talk, start talking about the really far backstory about what Groot people are talking about so we're just going to ignore that we're going to talk about his modern incarnation which appeared in the mid-2000s with a couple storylines that eventually led to him joining the new guardians of the galaxy headed by star lord and this is the one we all we all know okay. Groot's backstory is a little inconsistent on that later uh, he claims to be the last survivor of his species this is the flora colossus from planet x capital of the branch worlds no i don't the know branch what branch world is. it's probably just a pun Oh, branch branch. Oh, okay. So it's monarch, although it's kind of weird to call yourself that when you have no subjects. No trees fall in a forest because there's no trees left. It's still a forest? I think no. not. <laughs> so Groot has this annoying habit of dying for the team and regenerating through a splinter. We are he gets blown apart. He gets incinerated. You name it. Every time. There is a splinter left behind that the heroes cultivate into a new young Groot. Lucky for us villains, the heroes aren't smart enough to consider cultivating multiple splinters to create multiple Groots. So at least we have that on our side. Could they do that? Is that possible? Uh, I'm sure there's going to be an Enter the Groot verse at some point where that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. What's stopping them? It's just They just take a splinter. He, he literally gives splinters before he gets incinerated sometimes, and then they cultivate him from that splinter. No, I don't know how his consciousness transferred. Mike, you mentioned earlier that he claims to be the last survivor of speech. Like, when oh, we'll he speaks, <laughs> people understand him, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, a note on that. Uh, so, the Flora Colossi actually can talk. They are said to be able to talk. But their larynxes are so stiff because they're trees. Mm. Think about that. 
They have the ability to talk, but they're trees. That's right. That's someone okay. made that up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they can only make a few grunting noises. You didn't stop hence, the ants. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. Well. Hence the variations of I am Groot. So they can't talk, but they can say that. I am Groot. Whoa! Hey. You got some acorns on you, kid. Now, if you have a good ear, you can understand him. And both Rocket Raccoon and Star-Lord are able to communicate with him. Until now, the Guardians had a run-in with the Gardener, which is the best player card in the game, by the way. And all would-be heroes should include it in their decks. <laughs> so they start out as enemies, but as the storyline goes on, Groot ends up saving the Gardener because Loki poisoned him and Groot purges the poison and something, something. So the Gardener repays Groot by relaxing his larynx. So now Groot can talk. And it's really weird and unsettling. Just sweep group. It's, I, I don't know. It's it's bizarre, right? Can you do like a? Can you do a an impression? Well, I, I know in the speech bubbles, it's white on white text on black background. Whoa, hmm. But he, he talks in sentences. The okay. only thing that's off is that he talks in the third person. Okay. Which you know, he's, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. They don't okay. keep that for very long, I would guess. It doesn't seem like it would be very popular for that. Oh, God. These are just... Sorry. Keep them coming. These are getting better and better. Sorry. So why do we as villains care about this talking twig? Because of his crimes against the galaxy, which include, mm. number one, aiding and abetting Rocket Raccoon, whose catchphrase, I will remind you, is, Blam, I murdered you. <laughs> Two. Being said raccoon's best friend, which perhaps is not so much a crime as showing a severe lack of judgment. Mm. Three, impersonating royalty. That's right, Groot is not a monarch. He isn't even the last remaining Flora Colossi. He is only a dirty liar. You see. But you said that he was the last. Yes, but many, many episodes ago, when we were talking about Ronin, I, I told you guys about this lovely little miniseries called The Annihilators. Yeah. where Ronin is actually one of the heroes. If you go to the very back of the Annihilators, there's this little cheeky sub-story that they just threw in the back. And it's it's Groot and Rocket kind of after Star-Lord dies, because Star-Lord always dies and comes back like everybody else. But before the, the quote, current, more current run in the mid-2010s, there's this period where there's no Guardians of the Galaxy. So it's kind of fleshing out that, that side of the story. So in that storyline, Groot returns to his homeworld to aid an insurrection by the maintenance mammals. Uh, Sorry, which, what? by the way, aiding an insurrection would be crime number four for counting. Uh, okay. So the, the maintenance mammals. So you're thinking, what are maintenance mammals? Um, These are the denizens. Garbage. These are the denizens of the forest of Planet X that maintain the biome for the great arbors. In oh. return, the arbors offer them highly rewarding permanent employment with no pay. So Groot is anti-labor, everyone. Now, he is captured during this insurrection. He is tried for impersonating royalty and for treason. They said it, not me. There you go. Okay. He is, of course, found guilty and is chained up on a remote island inhabited by mechanical woodpeckers. (laughs) Rocket comes to his rescue, wherein a fight ensues between the underground resistance and a posse of assassin clowns. Seriously. Okay, you're now, thinking right I, now, you Mike. You've recently written up something like this for me. Yes, clearly you tricked me. Clearly, tricked Daniel, me just like this. <laughs> Daniel must be playing a joke on you and writing this. No, no, it is in this comic. I I read some of this. Yes, I remember. This. Yes. Oh my goodness. 
It has to do with Rocket's backstory where he used to work at a therapy facility where there were clowns and it's kind of turned into this weird fascist place. And the clowns are now trying to get their little therapy animal back. So, but of course, they're assassins. Sure. That's not important right now. But anyways, the clowns try to burn down the forest, but the forest creatures stop them. So in gratitude, the Arbor Masters grant Groot a full pardon. So to reiterate, Groot is rewarded for helping stop the thing that Rocket Raccoon made happen. Okay. Mm. So there he is. That That's him. Well, that's I will say this. The fact that he's he's sort of a Prometheus figure being like mechanically woodpeckered for eternity <laughs> is awesome. Pretty good, yeah. Um, Pretty good. I just love that. I hope why Rocket are they mechanical like a year or something? Well, so they can keep going. And so, like, you know, I mean, like, you know, it's not like feed. there aren't living things on here. Well, have... does Groot have little bugs crawling around inside him? Because woodpeckers, that's why they peck right. wood. That's so maybe close. Groot's not loaded with grubs and stuff. <laughs> they have to be mechanical or else they'll starve on them. Right. Right. Oh, but I just love that vision. Is it please tell me there's like hundreds of them on him? Uh they don't show him being swarmed. They show them kind of guarding him, waiting for him to move. But oh. apparently he's just like packed. The idea is to solely torture him over time. Yeah. That's delicious. <laughs> wow. I want to know who built these robots. Okay. Um, I want yeah, mechanical woodpeckers in the game. They should be in Groot's nemesis. Pack. Nemesis, oh, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. Do you think we can make some? Uh, wait, wait till Christmas. We, we could spruce up his nemesis set with them. Nice. Oh, God, you're so good tonight, Steve. <laughs> this is incredible. Hey, um, I learned all these when I went to elementary school. So. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry, everyone. No, this is so good. This is fantastic. <laughs> you know, puns like sarcasm reveal intellectual capability. So this is good. Mm. It's good. Okay. This just means you're really smart. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, we do these things, these weird backstories on the heroes for a reason. Yeah, this is not a uh, routine sort of episode. <laughs> so... We do have to talk a little bit about the hero cards. And Groot came with protection in the Galaxy's Most Wanted box. So way back, whenever that came out, um, he didn't have his own pack, right? He came in that box, and, and we'll have to go through... Uh, we, we'll look through some of his cards here and kind of talk about the ones we like, the ones we don't like, dangerous ones for the villains, and, and, and that sort of thing. But I think Mike should uh, give us the hero card. What do you think? All right, all right. This is Groot. In Alter Ego, he has four recovery. He is outlaw traded. Do you see it? Hear that, everyone? This is not hero. This is outlaw. He, is, he has a hand size of six, ten hit points, and the growth spurt action, which is place two growth counters on Groot to a maximum of ten limit once per round. Okay. Uh, you guys all know what his catchphrase is. I am Groot. And then if you flip him over to his hero form, he has one thwart, two attack, three defense, guardian traded. Flora Colossus ability is a forced interrupt. When Groot would take any, um, any amount of damage, remove that many growth counters from him. For each growth counter removed this way, prevent one of that damage. And his hand size is reduced to five. So that's him. Um, I like that he has to do it. Yes. It's kind of neat. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So his alter ego side is really just a way to facilitate his hero side, right? Um, to put out tokens. 
I was always I was a little surprised he only hit ten hit points, while other heroes have more. I guess because he really has twenty hit points. Maybe. Maybe. Right. Yeah. Like, or on turn one, <clears throat> he'll have twelve. Yeah. So. I mean, he's got he's got interesting stat line a one two three. So you're like, okay, I can build protection with him. Oh, I can remove tokens, prevent damage. He doesn't suffer from a lower hand size like sometimes the big guys do. Right, right. Because he doesn't have the 10 hit points. All right, so this whole thing is revolving around these growth counters, right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Hmm. What do you do? What do they do? Yeah, what do they do? Dan, why don't you tell us what some of his uh, growth counters or upgrades could do? Sure. Well, he's got some entangling vines. This is a one-cost upgrade. It is a superpower. It is a hero interrupt. When Groot makes a basic thwart, remove a growth counter from him and exhaust entangling vines, and Groot gets plus two thwart for that thwart. And it is a brain resource. A nerd resource, as we call them. I am Groot, is the flavor text of that one. I like it. I like it. All right, so then, like, like you said, another one of these vine shield is a one-cost upgrade with superpower. Hero interrupt. When Groot defends against an attack, remove a growth counter from him. And exhaust fine shield. Groot gets plus three for that attack. I am Groot, he says. And there's a third one, Mike. What's that one? This is fine spikes. Another superpower hero interrupt. When Groot makes a basic attack, remove one growth counter from him and and exhaust fine spikes. Groot gets plus two attack for that attack. Hmm. We get it. You're Groot. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) All right, so this trio of upgrades... You remove some gro- you remove a growth counter, he gets a bonus to a basic power, whichever one it might be, right? So he could, with this, go to a three thwart, four attack, six defense. Six defense is no joke. It is no joke. That's hard to punch through, right? I mean... Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You need to be some crazy venom goblin. <laughs> yeah. Ronin, that kind of thing. Um, but you do have to use up those very precious growth counters um and so far we haven't seen any way for him to get new ones in hero form you'd have to flip back get a couple come back that kind of thing right now uh, when are we going to start talk strategy about beating up on Groot? oh pretty uh, soon uh, yeah soon as i have a couple thoughts on this all right okay yeah Me let's too. go through a few, few more cards and we'll come we'll come back to this yeah okay. how we can uh cultivate him or cue Groot down um he does have this Lashing Vines, which is his last upgrade. Uh, one cost, superpower, hero response after Groot uses a basic power. So this is any basic power. Remove two growth counters from him, exhaust Lashing Vines, and ready Groot. I am Groot, he says. <laughs> yeah. So, so he's got four upgrades, three that boost his stats, and if he makes a basic action, and another that's you ready if he, if he takes a basic action. Okay. But there go all his growth counters, right? I mean, a couple couple moments goes by, all his growth counters are gone. So he's going to need to get some back. How is he going to get some back? Mm. Well, I'm sure he's got some annoying event. He's got, uh, he's got a couple. He's got a, an event and he's got a support. Okay, what are, what are those ones, Mike? So he's got Fruition, which is... Uh, I believe he's got two copies of Fruition, which is a zero-cost event. Superpower. As an action, place two growth counters on group to a max of 10. And it's important to note, Mike, that's an action. Yep. I not alter ego, not hero, just action. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Unlike 
fertile ground, which is his support card, which is a location. Um, it's an alter ego action only. Exhaust fertile ground, place a growth counter on Groot to a maximum of 10, of course, and draw one card. Mm. Okay. Okay, gets a counter, draws a card. That's sort of like double action. That's That seems like cheating, but okay. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay, so those are, you have his ways to get get growth counters back. There's going to be one more that we talk about later. Uh, but okay. now we have his big events. Uh, Steve, do you want to read the first one? Sure. The first one is... I am Groot. <laughs> uh, three cost event. <laughs> Superpower. Thwart. Hero action. Thwart. Remove threat from a scheme equal to the number of growth counters on Groot. It's a, also a nerd resource. And there are two of them. So if he has three growth counters on him, he can thwart for three, right? If he has no growth counters on him, he can thwart for zero. At a three cost. At a three yeah. cost. I, this card is great for the villains. Yeah. Spend all your resources and remove one threat. Go for it, dude. That's that's doubling his thwarting capability. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, he, obviously he's going to have an attack one, Daniel. What's the attack one going to be? Well, that is... It's an attack superpower. Same idea, but for two cost, hero action attack, deal damage to an enemy equal to the number of growth counters on Groot. And that okay. is a fisty resource. And that's there's also two of those. Okay. I guess that one's better because it's cheaper. So I don't know. I don't I know. Mean, it could do ten damage. It could. It could. Yeah, but it, it does lack overkill. It does lack piercing. So yes, it is. Is it the most damaging event in the game? Uh, potentially. I don't. Potentially, I believe it is. Yeah. Well, it's, it's usually the well. No, Captain Marvel can go ten, right? Kept, yeah. Uh, with the that's like a with the, the fully charged up. Yeah, but when they get like really big like this, they tend to knock back some of the, the special keywords and abilities. Yeah, I mean, Iron Man has his uh, repulsor blast where you like discard cards, and that could hit like a thirteen or something if you're super lucky. Uh, I wouldn't right. know. I wouldn't know, Steve. Yeah, well, yeah, he cheats the most. So, all right, Mike, there's another one here though. Yeah, this thing is only one cost for some reason. Superpower, hero action, remove up to four growth counters from Groot. Choose that many friendly characters and give each of them a tough status card. That is bonkers. Just bonkers. That's, yeah. I mean, four that's counters. Doctor Strange on a stick. Yeah, I, I guess think. that's why there's only okay. one. Oh, don't get sappy on us, Mike. Um, right, that one didn't really fit, but that's okay. Uh. You needed to wait for Mike to tell me how much he loves me. Oh, yeah. 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 Which usually happens like once or twice a show. So. All right. I want to know more about the root stomp. Well, this is root stomp. Is that Thor? No, who's who's under that? It wouldn't be Thor. He's a good guy. <laughs> but who is that? It's probably a Badoon. If you look up at I Am Groot, there's two Badoons with similar looking armor and leg okay. colorations okay. and stuff. Um, This guy looks like he's having a bad day. He's having a bad day. Yeah, read that card, Daniel. So there's three of these. Three root stomps. It's a $2 event. Attack, superpower, hero action, attack, deal five damage to an enemy. If this attack defeats that enemy place one growth counter on Groot to maximum 10 okay all right that's all his cards that's he's okay have you guys played a lot of Groot I played some Groot okay uh, a little I played some Groot did you have fun playing Groot uh I did and I didn't depending on the type of build that I okay, had interesting interesting um you're, you're trying to to push something what are you what are you thinking I'm not trying to push really anything. It's just sort of like, 
I spent a lot of time trying to figure out what is the best number of counters on him and how much time do I spend in alter ego? I, I actually found him kind of delightfully complicated is the wrong word, but thinky, right? And mm. situationally thinky. And I like any I like any hero where you're encouraged to be an alter ego a lot. Right. And so I appreciated that about him. And I also appreciated the design of making it a forced interrupt that when he takes damage, these things go away. Because oh, you can sure. really cheat. Yeah. Right. And so as villains, our job is to somehow hit him all the time with little things. So what kind of villains do that? And we can we can answer that question later. I know you you guys should talk about playing Groot. Um, I enjoyed the experience of playing Groot much more than I thought I would because I don't necessarily care much about the character in real life, if that makes sense. You know, like, right. I don't have like a theme need to play Groot. Right. I do want to get back to him again now that more cards have been released. Um, I have three decks I'd like to talk about. All right. Uh, I think, yeah, you'll have to. I've tried... I tr- that he he looks like he should be a protection, right? He's got these prevent damage. He has this huge defense. I think I found the most amount of fun I had with him was when I played him in Justice because I was flipping so much, and then I had to do thwarting, and his thwarting yeah. is not great. Um, it can kind of be there. I mean, you're really dependent on getting his upgrades out. You, if if he like Daniel said, if if he takes some ping damage, here's a onesie twosies, whatever. You, his cards don't pay off. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I really tried to play him in protection, but I don't know. He, I was stumped. I, oh, good, Steve. I, <laughs> I found that when I don't, I felt this way about Spider-Man too. Like from the from the core, it's like, well, because his his defense is so high, you don't have to play him in protection, right? And that's yep. how I feel about these high shield characters. They're just like, why would you go green with them? They don't need it. Like high shield and low other stats. Right, like his. If you play him in protection in solo with the cards that were released at the time, yeah, you run into trouble because if you want to attack or you want to thwart, you're either waiting for the big events and hoping you have the resources you have the counters and, and the, the counters to do it. And until then, what you're you're tanking, protecting your growth counters until that cuts off, like constantly exhausting yourself, or you're defending using what lashing vines to ready yourself at a cost of two. And then using your basic powers at a cost of one, which is a right. really expensive way to just hit the way mo- a lot of heroes normally hit, and then having zero counters left for those big, big payoff cards. And a solo Groot trying to adapt to, you know, spending it, what, 40% of the time in Alter Ego to get those counters to get the payoff for the Thwart card? Yeah. There's already too much threat. So, like, he, I don't think he could ever keep up, right? If like, uh, Yeah, I, I don't think so. That's basically I don't think the, so either. Yeah. the game I yeah. didn't like. Now, I have seen Protection Group work really, really well in multiplayer. Sure, I, I yeah. see that. Uh, you guys know Rowan, friend of the show, Rowan? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she gives the Enchantress lore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, she... and the Enchantress lore. That's right. I forgot about that one. <laughs> she was on two shows. <laughs> uh, she played uh, Protection Group, where because there were two other people on the table, she didn't have to thwart, she didn't have to attack. Okay, now, now this is awesome, because she can defend across the board. She can use her amazing defense events to help protect people across the board. She can give out tough cards like like it's candy. And she doesn't even have to defend her own attacks because she can just sap it on her growth counters. And all she has to do is keep the growth counters up. That's it. So it worked remarkably well when you didn't have to deal with the rest of the game. Now, with that said, there's a couple decks I want to highlight. 
one by Drew, which I believe I believe you guys know Drew, right? Right? You've oh yeah. Okay. Why am I not I mean, surprised? You have a deck from Drew that works. Yeah. Why well, yeah, highlight a deck from Drew? Just like, okay, here's the best grid. Well, deck. It, it's to point out, like, <laughs> he basically did a build that was like the. It's the Porcupine build. I've done it with Captain America. I've done it with Ghost Spider, where you use all the events and things that trigger off of not taking damage. And he doesn't take damage. Because if an enemy hits him for 10, okay, he defends 3 and 7 growth counters come off. He hasn't taken any damage. So hard to ignore always goes off. So enemy mm. attacks him and 3 threat comes off the main scheme. And okay. you can do funky stuff like that with retaliation. Like he doesn't have built-in retaliation, but you can still give him electrostatic armor and if you wanted to you can give him the uh, flow like water. If you wanted to do it that way. And Drew's got one that's basically built around hard to ignore. But more along the lines of what Steve was saying, I think you hit it on the head. Like, he's really good in justice. Because Daniel says, yeah, he's got three defense. You don't need it. And if you're going to Alter Ego, yeah, you're going to need to port. So Nocturnal Animal has a deck called the Best of Growth Worlds. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Right. Yeah. Well, Steve, you must love it already. I do. I don't care what it does. Yeah. <laughs> So what's great about this is that there's a lot of justice events that allow you to thwart while being exhausted. And that's the whole thing, right? He can exhaust to defend, and he can still use his events to keep the board going. And then with his leftover tokens, he can he has them for his payoff attack events. Right. Yeah. Okay. I should probably say the uh, Drew's deck was called The Giving Tree. It was all about oh. tough. Okay. Yeah. That just made me sad. <laughs> oh, you said you had three decks. I want to hear the third one before I have more to say. Oh, the third one was Rowan's. Oh, player version. Yeah. Okay, good. I don't remember what if it was published, but that's that was a stick of it. We talked about, and Mike wasn't here. We talked about Miles Morales with Sanyo and how great Miles is, and the here, villains better be terrified of him. Mm-hmm. I I feel like in general we don't have to worry a ton about Groot. Like, he, I I agree and disagree, but say more. Yeah. Um, if he's very, very susceptible to those growth counters, not having them, there's only three cards in his deck that give him, okay, three, three cards that generate growth counters for him. There's the root stomp that will do it, but he has to defeat something. So I guess those count. Um, and then you're flipping to alter ego, any kind of damage done to Groot in any other form though, pulls those off. And if you don't get the right upgrade that he wants, he's kind of stuck. Right, if you want to be doing the thwarting, or he's not readied, um, you can't use any of these any of these abilities that count on your basic power when you use a basic ability. Exhaust this thing. I find mm-hmm. are not as scary as some of the event based folks or upgrades that don't require to use a basic ability. Where it's just exhaust this thing and do something. Um, sure. So I, I feel like he's sort of like, eh. He, he, if we were to rank him on power scale, I think it's just sort of in the middle, maybe maybe a little lower, uh, unless he has a some sort of big spike of, of attack, like Mike was talking about. So here's where I I'll push back only a little bit. As a villain, I don't mind seeing Groot unless Groot comes with two or three friends. Yeah. yeah okay. Because yeah. I think he's an incredible support hero that makes everyone better around him, and he's oddly flex, right? So he's. Yeah sort of a B minus at everything in the game um, except defense where he just sort of stands there and can take punches. Yeah. He's and Mario like, from Mario too. Yeah. And okay. I, I think someone playing him like, so I think a good group player, you, like those, 
I feel like the entangling vines and the vine spikes and the vine shield, they're kind of trap cards if you put them all out. And I think, right, yeah, I think yeah. you decide as Groot, I'm going to be an entangler Groot this game, or I'm going to be a shield Groot. Like, it depends on what you need. And you play one mm. of them out. Because I think, other than thinning your deck by having them all out in front of you, and maybe, you know, fodder for um, the basic card that takes your stuff away. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, I you're you're not ever gonna use two of the cards for that get rid of a growth counter to bump up your stat. Probably. Like maybe right? in an emergency. Like, you're gonna be like in this yeah. game, in this game, I need to get plus two thwart. Uh, every once in a while I'll need that. And that's why he's dangerous with buddies, because he can fill in gaps everywhere. Okay. I could see that. You know what I mean? So that's where he's effective. Yeah, I would never, ever play Groot solo unless I was looking for a super challenge. Yeah, I, I have played him solo, and it's like you get two or three minions out, and I'm trying to defend to yeah, I th- keep I think my growth way, counters up, and I can't punch back. You know, He's way too easy to control yeah, alone. Yeah. You can hem him in pretty easy, and it's over quickly. Uh, I have a thought there on... Behind the scenes. Go ahead, Mike. I had a thought on defeating Groot. This oh, is a, a three-pronged strategy. The first one is to write some letters to FFG and get Deft Focus eroded. <laughs> because all of his payoff cards are superpowers. All his upgrades are superpowers. <laughs> upgrades too? Yeah. That yes. card is yeah. bonkers economy in Groot. It's very good for Groot, yes. Yeah. I think he only has one card that's not a superpower, and that's his Alter Eagle support. So, Yeah. Yeah. And you hit it on the nail. You hit the nail on the head there, Steve. Heavy reliance on growth counters. And because he's got that low thwart stat, I think you need to load up on lots of indirect damage and lots of scheming. Because that indirect damage will just sap that those those counters. That's yeah. how you have to do it. You can't break that yeah. defense, so don't try. Just throw out... Man, all, the, all those characters that you know deal indirect damage, like deal damage to every character, or deal two damage... Mm-hmm to the defending character things like that i got two things to say mike number one i don't think death focus is that bad big of a deal in his deck yes it helps all of his cards but i don't think all of his cards like it's not about the cost of them or getting a, a discount on them if you can control the growth counters his big money cards i don't know they, they don't do very much and the death focus is going to pay for these upgrades make them free but then they sit out so you're not paying for them anymore i, I don't know i don't think it's that big of a deal and two, I want to start talking about what aspect are we most terrified to see Groot in? And for me, is based on what you just said, Mike, about how indirect damage is a way to like ping the growth counters off him. That's why I don't like to see Groot in leadership. Oh yeah, okay. If he's got a... his buddies take the indirect, and then he'll just defend minions and never lose anything. Well, it's worse. He can give his minions uh, tough. tough counters. Yeah, I mean, he can, yeah. So a, a Groot leadership might be the only way to solo. Uh, Groot Justice can work. And maybe Groot Justice, I suppose. But you still need to hit something every once in a while. And yes, he can, but... Okay, so here's here's my... Here's, here are my thoughts in a nutshell. Nice. Um, everything we've been talking about is what which aspect is he good in? Why would we play a bunch of allies? Why do we need these Justice cards? Uh, you know, we, we didn't even mention aggression uh, protection because his hero kit is not that exciting. Other mm. heroes were like, 
the hero cards make the deck, and you're playing an aspect sort of along for the ride. I think he's the opposite. You have to have a good, good aspect going in order to make his hero cards useful or have a payoff. I think that's what makes him like eh for me. Like, oh, that's interesting. So, do you feel like it's the counters themselves that sort of constrain what his fifteen cards could be in a way? I mean, every single card, self economy that like eats itself. Yeah, every single card requires growth counters. uh, Every upgrade you spend up a growth counter for. Every event is based on the number of growth counters you have. Sure. A couple cards give you growth counters. So if you're out of growth counters, you you're doing no hero. You're not using any of his hero cards. You're just using the aspect that you've played. Got it. Yeah, I see um, that. Yeah. So I I think that's where it, like he falls off for me. If I was if I was to be a hero and want to play a hero. Hmm. Okay. No, yeah, I, I think yeah, it feels more like a weeping willow to me than like this mighty oak. So. <laughs> yeah. I. So I guess is our consensus that, you know, as villains, we look out at the field of battle and if we see Groot, we're... We see a solo Groot coming at us, we're like, yeah, whatever. I have a chainsaw, come on. <laughs> see, even if we see him with a bunch of friends, we like, we might know how to contain him a little bit, even though he's going to make that trickier. We can contain him, but he makes the other people better. I, I don't know. He's... No, I see what you mean, Steve, about like, you're just not going to get all excited to see those 15 cards because right. they do the stuff they got to do. Yeah, and other... Other heroes who utilize tokens seem like they do it better or faster. Like War Machine, you got you have a bunker that you can beef up. He flips, he gets five ammo counters in Alter Eagle Group. It's only getting two. Um, Ironheart can get her little tokens like crazy with every event, right? So the things, those are a couple heroes that rely on their token, their internal economy, and they can do it a lot better. So maybe they learn from growth. I'm sorry. Maybe they learned from Groot. And... Well, do you think it's a thematic win, though? I mean, I do. Oh yeah, it's great. Right? I, like, and... yeah, it's really cool. Um, yeah, I like. He... I mean, the art all looks great, and the idea yeah. behind it, I think, is awesome. Um, and he showed up with, uh, you know, Rocket. Rocket. Oh yeah. Oh, theme wise, I think so it's fine. As a, so. as a dynamic duo in the deluxe box there, in that campaign box, they went pretty well together, right? Yeah. And. Yeah. And Rocket's a character who has uh, gotten immensely better with the whole um, repurpose yeah. game, right? And I haven't seen anybody say, oh, you know what we could do now with Groot? <laughs> you know, just two cards yeah. that make him amazing. I, I haven't really seen that, so. I guess it's because he is sort of powerful. It's just quietly, boringly powerful. <laughs> yeah. And potentially not powerful. Right. Right? Like... I mean, I certainly have never seen a 10, 10 damage I am Groot. You yeah, know? That's, a, that's a lot of... But if you can load up on turns. that and actually do it one game, like, that's the thing you talk about that game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess Groot's rarely going to be, like, the main part of the story you tell after the game. You remember that time that I took a growth counter off and got to board? Yeah, I'm curious... Yeah. I'm curious how many growth counters our listeners have managed to get them up to. That that's yeah. How many growth counters have they spent in a game with Groot? That'd be interesting because then you get a real idea of like his statistical power. I think I need to give him another shot. I think right. he's better than we're giving him credit for. Yeah, I'm I just want to try him with some of the new cards. Yeah, 
just saying as a villain, I see him coming and I feel relief. Relief. Sorry. Well, let's fix that for him, Mike. Okay. Uh, what else do we have to say about Groot? Anything else, Mike? Mm, I'm Groot. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. Uh, his performance in this game is a little wooden. Uh, yeah, I'm running out. I'm running out of options. Of no, this is, this is the fact that you sustained it as well as you did throughout, Steve. I'm impressed. Impressed. Well, if that's um, all we have to say about Groot, I'd like to branch out a little bit here and do a gang up segment. We sure. haven't had one of those in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, there's a podcast out there. It's new about Marvel Champions, and I found it on accident. And I think everyone should go and listen to these guys. It is called The Winning Hand, a podcast about Marvel Champions one card at a time. Wow. Every episode is dedicated to a single card, which they discuss and debate at length. They give you tips and tricks for deck building with the card. Uh, how they like to use the card, what decks they put it in, and it's hosted by Boom Guy, Lazy Titan, and Keiko. So, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, they've got, as of the recording of this episode, they have eight shows out, um, so they are brand new. Nice. Uh, they have awesome. good audio, they have a good rapport with one another, uh, they're fairly positive on the game, yet not crazy fanboy positive, if you know okay. what I mean. Like They have okay. their criticisms, but they're they're not uh it's constructive so they're more mike than mustafa yeah well yeah (laughs) so the winning hand i will put a link to one of their they're on every podcatcher and youtube and all that kind of stuff so and speaking about having you know fuel for that fire forever Mm. how long do they how long is an episode steve Uh, actually they go kind of long like 30 to 45 minutes because on a card I don't care. Well, what they do is they sneak in a little bit of um, what have we been playing, and they talk maybe about their current deck, and oh. and they they may they may sidetrack on their current deck a little bit, and then uh, they'll they'll get at the card and they rate the cards: art, theme, power, fun. They talk about mechanics and where it'll fit into a deck. Gotcha. Um, okay. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, they could go on forever, right? How many cards are there? So. <laughs> well, everybody, go check that out. That sounds fa- fantastic. Yeah, go give a listen, Mike. Thanks for that. Where can the good folks find us to tell us how much they love or hate Groot? Yes, and I also want to know uh, if Steve missed any puns. You can email all of them to Daniel at (laughs) criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook, and you can find our YouTube channel or Patreon by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, and Wandering 2. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show... Tell your enemies. Groot, take us out. He's relieved you don't want him to. He hates that. On anyone, not just himself. I'm good. I'm good. Uh huh. I'm good. That's right. I'm good. No! I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Uh huh. know what Groot's favorite drink is? No. It's root beer. Well, he ferments himself? Well, I don't know. Don't needle me about that. Oh. What's his favorite Canadian city? Montreal? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, I'll let it go.
I'll log off now. <laughs>